It's the Flophouse Movie Minute. So, uh, Elliot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there's big movie news. Uh, there is that they just announced what yesterday. Yeah. And it's not the death of Michael Jackson star of uh, Moonwalker. Moonwalker. Guys, guys, I'm in the dark. What are we talking about? Well, the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences, a.k.a. We Hate Movies, has uh, <laughs> oh. announced... I'm Ouch. just kidding. They're an industry group that wants to make money. Uh, that has announced they're going to expand the Best Picture category from five nominees, which it is now, to ten nominees, which it was what? in the 30s and up to the early 40s. Oh, I didn't know this historical uh Yeah, and you, when, the, when the Oscars started, I, don't, I actually don't know that there was a limit on how many Best Picture nominees there could be. So you would have these long lists. In, like, 1939, there were something like ten nominees, and most of them were, were great movies. Uh, the problem is now, Hollywood doesn't make that many great movies anymore. Right. So the question is... This could go either good so or bad. It'll five nominees to ten nominees, to ten which nominees. means that... Still just one winner. Transformers 2, The Revenge of the Fallen, has now doubled its chances to be a Best Picture well, nominee. Here's the thing. Absolutely. The, the reason they did it is so that... Can the same movie be nominated twice? No. The reason they did it is so that the studios can now... There are now more movies that they can promote by saying nominated for Best Picture. But the thing is, are they going to use these extra slots to shovel in more crap? Or are they going to use it to recognize movies that normally get shut out of Best Picture? Smaller movies, comedies, uh, stuff like last year, like Wally or Dark Knight. Like the, the main reason they've done this seems to have been Dark Knight, among other things. That it was this big movie that was a huge success. It critically as well as financially. Critically as well as financially. It wasn't nominated for Best Picture. There were no, like, I guess the biggest hit that was nominated for Best Picture was maybe Slumdog Millionaire. But yeah. even that was not a Dark Knight-sized hit. And they want to bring in people. Wait, really? <laughs> yes, really. They want to bring. I don't see that many Slumdog Millionaire T-shirts. <laughs> I know that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Uh, they want to bring in more viewers. So the thought is always, if we have more audience-friendly films nominated, more people will watch. Which makes it sad that like Frost Nixon or Benjamin Button or you know these other movies or the Reader, like really mediocre, not great movies, are not audience-friendly enough. Like there's this huge chasm between. Great movies and yeah, you have to wonder whether watch. this is just going to mean that there will be five more mediocre middle brow or Oscar bait films that are uh, nominated or or huge action movies that people like. The thing, what I was, talking, I would I would not be averse to there being a couple huge action films if they were nominated. Good yeah, exactly. If they're good movies, that's the, like the upcoming GI Joe: Rise of Cobra. No, films. here's the thing. Like I was talking to somebody about this earlier today, and I said it was like. When multiplexes first came in, and the idea was, if we've got 12 screens, we can show the four big Hollywood blockbusters, but then we can show, like, four or five smaller movies. We can mm -hmm. show foreign films. Now that we've got all these screens, we can show more movies. Yeah, and that's why when the multiplexes come out, there was such an explosion of uh, film uh, love with uh, independent films and, uh, and but foreign what, films sweeping the nation. But what's mm -hmm. happened now is you've got 12 screens, five of them are Transformers, you know, four of them are going to be G.I. Joe, and then three will be like the romantic comedies that well, girls want to see. Elliot, they uh, have trailers for Thundercats before them. <laughs> Just over and over again. Megan Fox's sex appeal is so big, it needs five screens to contain it. I do not like her, uh, but I guess so. Uh, she, she seems like a sex robot. 
that was just like, yeah. we've created the perfect woman using science. It's like, yeah, but she seems inhuman. And the things she says seem like calculated to attract a certain type of guy to see her movies. When she's like, yeah, I love to drink beer and watch sports. And also, I'm a bisexual. Yeah. <laughs> Come see my movie. <laughs> you know. Oh, you read her Maxim interview, huh? <laughs> yeah, of course I did. We had it at work. Yeah, that's Come worse. on. Stuart seems to be, uh, you know, really considering the advantages of a sex robot right now. Yeah. But anyway, so... Uh, I don't have to strangle her afterwards. <laughs> what? So Jesus I guess Christ. It's really horrifying. That's the worst. Then cut her hands and, and feet off. Of the, many, somewhere. <laughs> the many horrible <laughs> things that you've said. Wow. Wait, what? Anyway, so, the thi- so this Best Picture thing could go either way is what I'm saying. If it means that Wally could have been nominated for Best Picture last year, good. then it's a good thing. But if it means that, like... Cinderella Man was nominated for Best Picture the year it came out. That's a bad thing, you know. But what it also means is it, or Body of Lies or yeah, Body of Lies or like or Body of Evidence. Syriana was that nominated for Best Picture? I don't think so, right? Which I'm watching right now and is really not that good. No, uh, it really isn't. The it's one of the but it also means that a movie will need fewer votes to be named Best Picture. So it's possible that a, that a movie that isn't like Slumdog Millionaire. Uh, a very easy choice because ah, oh, you feel good afterwards, and oh, it's a it's a crazy place, Mumbai. Ooh, all the all the dancing know. at the end. There's dancing, and it's so colorful. Like that might not be the easy ticket to best picture done than it once was. Yeah, more films like Teen Wolf can make it onto the ballot. Oh yeah, which they're gonna remake. Yeah, they're working on that. They're remaking all the movies that oh, I watched as a child dumb. or like. Yeah. Videodrome and Teen Wolf. Videodrome, Teen Wolf, Bride of Frankenstein. They announced they're going to remake. Fourth of July weekend. And the guy who's re- who, the guy who they hired to write and direct Bride of Frankenstein, or at least write it, the man behind The Illusionist. Oh, good. Okay, let's wrap this up. I don't want to be <laughs> sad all night. Sorry. Well, do you guys have any thoughts about this? I feel like I did most of the talking. I'm just sad that the next time I go to a fucking Oscar party, I'm going to have to sit through ten fucking little like. Oh, yeah. Shenanigans about fucking uh, movies that mostly aren't that interesting. The Vietnam War was a time that tested America's unity. Yep. Men in Green tells the story of these men. You know, like... Uh, <laughs> Mel Gibson brings to life except what it's the, like to be a Vietnam War Now veteran. it'll be like, in the future, man is on the run. Terminator Salvation tells the tale <laughs> of John Connor. You know, that kind of stuff. Ron Howard's unique vision of both angels and demons battling <laughs> using lasers and flying cars. Whoa, whoa, your version of angels and demons is way <laughs> yeah. more exciting than the it's one. The real one is like Ron Howard takes takes his ongoing experiments in mediocrity to a new level. Imagine taking a thriller and removing all the thrills. Angels and demons. Rated R. So uh Starring Polly Shore. <laughs> So that new Paul Shore picture is looking pretty good.